Welcome to Marketing Like a Mother, a podcast made for mompreneurs by mompreneurs. Each week, we are diving into mom-approved business and marketing strategies to help you grow a profitable and family-friendly business. Today, I'm your host, Olivia Radcliffe, and I am here with the amazing Lindsay Dollinger. Lindsay is a women's business coach, a podcast host of the Purpose in Pixie Dust podcast, a high school Spanish teacher, rescue dog mama, and a Disney lover. She helps women with productivity and strategy to grow their businesses while also working full time. Lindsay, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm super excited to talk with you. Thank you so much, Olivia. I'm so excited for today. So why don't we just jump in? Tell me a little bit more about what your business is. Who do you what who do you help? What do you do? Yeah. So I mean, I was gonna say I feel like you you gave a really good rundown right there already. <laughs> but yes, I am a women's business coach. I specifically work with women who are also working their full time job still. Um, and and for some of those women, it does mean full time mom life. They're mm-hmm. not actually in the corporate um, container, but working a full time job. But they also have this calling, um, this purpose to build their own dream business. So. Like you mentioned, I do a lot of productivity systems, especially, um, and strategy with the women that I work with, as well as some personal branding as well. Uh, just because those specific areas are all the areas that for me and my business allowed me to grow my business while also still working full time. So I do have summers off because I'm a high school Spanish teacher. So I do get, um, you know, that, that kind of taste of that full-time entrepreneurship in the summer, which is really fun, but I have been doing this since, um, 2016, working full-time while also building multiple businesses actually at this point. And, um, it's been really fulfilling. I love, I love teaching women what I have learned and, and help people really, I like to say like shorten the timeline of, you know, um, how quickly you're able to get to your goals. So instead of maybe it being like a five-year timeline, by helping women with those strategies and those productivity tips and and little time-saving hacks that you can get there even quicker. So you can shorten that timeline of, you know, really building your dream business. So that's kind of what I do. Yeah, absolutely. I know it, it can kind of sound cliche to say, build your dream business. I say it all the time to my clients too, too. but, (laughs) but the reality is, is each of our businesses is unique and it has to be unique. And yeah, Um, I built my core business here around working full-time and then around working full-time and being a mom and then around working full-time and being a mom and running another business as well. And the strategies do look very different and they do. It's uh, it's something that, you know, I work with, with moms, with businesses also, and it's, um, it's something that I think people take for granted granted a little bit, or they don't quite realize that it is such a hurdle sometimes to have all these different priorities. And I know for myself, like jumping into all sorts of different business programs and courses and everything, I would personally get really frustrated when um, the the coach or the mentor or whoever it was, it would say, okay, now sit down and do this. It's only going to take you four hours tomorrow. And Mm. I'm like, four hours. I don't have four (laughs) hours. I don't have time to shower and brush my teeth, let alone like sit down for four hours and do this. And it would feel very defeating right off the bat before I even got started. Have you seen a lot of that with like programs you've worked with, things like that? Yeah, absolutely. And I, that is why I shifted my niche to adding that women who are still working full time, because 
like you said, I would invest in these programs or, you know, even masterminds that I'm in. And there's definitely a difference for the people who this is their full-time job is the dream business. And they're already at that point in life um, or have decided to go all in and focus on one thing because the hopefully they do have more time in their day versus the woman who is um, multi-passionate or just getting started or maybe likes having the stability of, you know, the corporate job, but also wants to do her passion project on the side, you know, those strategies. And like you said, when you're going to be able to fit in that time in your day looks completely different. And so that's what I really love working with women. Um, pretty one-on-one actually to to, to decide, like looking in their schedule, you know, when can we get in time that your ideal client is online? You also can be online. How can we work content strategies? Because at first, and you know, this is just like learning as you go. I was very set on batching all your content out, like two weeks, three weeks, you know, I even got to like two months at a time in some of my, um, like a VIP group that I, I had running at the time. And then I realized as I was working with people like that just didn't work for some people. And then it also got to a point for my own business where like, it didn't work for me because I was batching out this content and then something else would happen in the world. Or I would get this really good idea that I really wanted to run with, or, you know, I wanted to pivot, but I had all this content already batched Mm -hmm. out and I'm like, okay, so this doesn't work for everyone. (laughs) So that's been, um, kind of one of the fun parts that's that really keeps it interesting is helping people really figure out what is the exact strategies that are going to work for them because it's not a cookie cutter business model um and I think that a lot of people do either think that it is or they sell um programs as though it is and then people don't get those results that they're wanting and they get frustrated yeah absolutely I Love that you brought up the batching content stuff and how that doesn't work for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> because it totally doesn't work for me. I've mm-hmm. tried it. I've had so many coaches tell me I had to batch content if I was going to keep up with things. Yep. And the reality is, is like, yeah, batching can be really helpful. Like scheduling stuff in yep. advance can be really helpful, especially if you're going on vacation or you have a big launch coming up, like getting all that stuff put in place ahead of time. Yeah, definitely, definitely a good tool to use. But I would find myself forgetting what I'd put out there, like what I had scheduled mm. already. And yeah. I would get super confused and think, wait, did I did I say that already or not? And yes. wait, did I use the right link or the wrong link? I changed a link. Oh, no, what do I have that has that link in it, you know, mm-hmm. and or I'd get people responding back to emails or messaging me or, you know, reaching out about my content. And I would have no idea what they were talking about. Yep. Yep. Cause I, I mean, remember. that still happens yeah. from time to time. Yeah. Um, especially cause you're, you're obviously a podcaster and I'm also a podcaster. So I do try to batch out podcasts and it's not even a ton, you know, yeah. it's like yeah. a handful that I just try to stay up on, um, because I've been in that position where I got sick and then I couldn't record. And then I was like, Oh no, what do I do? Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, people will message me about my podcast and I'm like, wait, what did I even say in it? Because <laughs> I recorded it yeah. so long ago, you know, I have to like go back and I'm like, oh, what part of that did you really like? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I still fall in that trap sometimes for sure. It's, and, um, you know, with the, the podcast stuff, it's very much uh, Michelle, my co-host, she uh, in France, um, they, I guess they all shut down for like the entire month of August, mm-hmm. which sounds yeah. lovely. Um Yep. But so we know that she doesn't really have childcare as she would normally. Mm. 
So we did a big push ahead of time for the stuff for our joint business, as well as for the podcast to get all our stuff done ahead of time and scheduled and batched. And I'm still on, on board, like handling things like as we go, but we knew in advance that she wasn't going to have that time. So it does help to plan as much as possible, but it's definitely a difference between, Hey, we have several months, you know, of all our content scheduled and ready to go versus we're like doing stuff in a more, um, I don't know, more in the moment kind of feel. Um, Yeah. Well, and if you're listening to this and that's you, like, I just want to say that that's totally okay because I know I listened to a podcaster. I was in her mastermind for a year, a couple of years ago, and she literally has her podcast scheduled, everything edited up for an entire year in advance. So she's already recording for next summer. And when I hear that at first, it's really easy to allow my mind to go into that like comparison mode. Like, oh my gosh, that's why she is at this level in her business. Like whatever, you know, I am, I'm not there yet. Like I have to push harder. I have to, and I'm like, then I have to take a step back and remind myself that just because something works for her and her business and her systems doesn't mean that it has to be the exact thing that I have to do. And I have figured out what works for me and it's okay. (laughs) You know, it's okay that it is different. It's okay that I'm only a month ahead. Um, and so I think that can really cause us to get into that comparison game really hard when you start hearing other entrepreneurs sharing stuff like that. And you're like, well, what's wrong with me? Because I don't have you know, I don't have my launches planned out for a year (laughs) or things like that. Like if you, if you do, and that works for you, great. But if you don't, and that works for you, that's great too. Yeah. I love that. If you do, that's great. If you don't, that's great. (laughs) Just, it comes down to what works for you. Yeah. I think that's probably the key to building a business around other priorities, like working full time or being a mom or, you know, a caregiver, whatever else you have going on. It's realizing that your work-life balance is your work-life balance. And yeah. I think it yeah. goes for- It's not going to be the same. Yeah, exactly. And I think it goes for your strengths and weaknesses too, mm. right? Because yeah. my strengths are not the same as yours and you might have different weaknesses than I do. And I think mm. that's why being able to balance, find that balance, find your community, find help is so important as well. Yeah. What are, what are your thoughts on that? Well, and too, I find when you put yourselves in those communities and you really start learning from a diverse group of women who are all doing the same, you know, we're mm-hmm. all building, like you said, that, that, that dream business, but all of our businesses look different. Mm-hmm. Who we serve is different. How we do it is different. But then when you start learning from them, you know, what's working for them, what doesn't work for them, the systems they're using, software, all that, um, that's how we really start to fill in our gaps for the areas in our own business that are our weaknesses is we start like, Oh, I never thought about doing that. Maybe I should either learn more about that or outsource that and see if like that can work in my business. Um, and I know for me, that has been in a way that I feel like I have really, and this has like such a corny analogy and I don't even know if it makes any sense, but like you often hear, um, you know, like when you're discovering your why they say like peel back the layers of the onion. Mm -hmm. Like I almost feel like I have built my business like the opposite way, like adding the layers on as I have gone Mm -hmm. to make a like really round, (laughs) (laughs) like a really round onion with all these layers and all the, you know, like I learned from this, I failed doing this. I added a little bit of something I learned from someone this, and I've just added these layers on as I've gone. And I think that that's really, 
you know, one of the amazing things about being in the entrepreneur community, whether it's in memberships or in, you know, networking events, mentorship, you name it, is that we really get to learn from and connect with these people who are, are adding, who are adding to our onion. Adding to (laughs) our onion. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that's one of my favorite things for sure. I love it adding to our onion and I will not get that imagery out of my head now. So that's perfect. Never, it's something never. that's going to stick. I'm um, going to come off this podcast and be like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe I talked about onions. Onions. <laughs> I mean, I've already got the thought of, I'm going to go get a picture of an onion and put it on my wall. Just so <laughs> there you go. Be As a reminder. Yes. Right. <laughs> um, You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so what other tips do you have for, for busy people growing their businesses around other things? What are some very like hard hitting things people can take home right now and start to do? Oh gosh, this is a good question. Where do we even start with it? I I am, so I think to get started, is just really realizing like, what are your priorities going to be in this season? Because we have, and you can even have more than four seasons in a year in your business, but you know, what season of life are you in right now? Are you in that season where you're getting ready to take all of August off? Are you in that season where you're getting ready to launch? Are you in a season where you're nurturing? You know, what does that look like in your business? But also what does that look in, look like in your personal life? If you are getting ready to get your kids back to school, you know, maybe mid August, end of August, isn't the time in your business to be launching something or to be, you know, putting extra energy into your business. Cause you know, you're going to have to be spending time at open houses, you know, the games, mm-hmm. all the stuff mm-hmm. that's happening. And so really realizing your priorities and your personal life and in your business and how you can make them align. Um, so for example, I was training for a marathon. I ran it in January. I started my training in like July ish last year. And I don't know if you know anything about um, marathon training plans, but basically once a week you do a long run and, and toward the end of the training, that long run was 18 miles, 20 miles, 22 miles, 24 miles. And that took like an entire day. Like by the time you get up, you know, hydrate, do all the stuff, do your run, recover. And so I knew that I was going to be sacrificing that time, like that extra business time I normally had for running. And that was just a season for me. I'm a one and done marathon runner. I don't need to do it ever again. We can talk about that another time if you want. But you know, that was something that I just knew my priority. And I don't know why I'm saying my words weird today. My priority in the fall was the running, um, not necessarily like business growth. It was more maintaining my business, still showing up consistently, things like that, but I wasn't launching anything new. Um, so getting really clear on your priorities, I think is number one going to be really, really helpful for you. Once you have those priorities, then taking time and I take a dedicated day every week. I usually do Sunday mornings unless something, you know, has come up on Sundays or I'm traveling or whatnot, but Sunday mornings I sit down and then I, I have my priorities. I have like my overall plan for the quarter in my Trello board. I'm a huge fan of Trello. Mm -hmm. Um, it's similar to Asana air table, you know, depending on what your, uh, what your poison is, but I love Trello. So I'll pull that up and then I will plan out my week, but keeping in mind again, my priorities. So if my business is my priority, then I'm going to add in a couple extra hours of working my business and slots that I can do it. When my marathon was my priority, I swapped those for my marathon training. Um, you know, one week, if, I have a birthday party for a friend, family member, then that'll get swapped, you know? So it's almost like a balancing game every week of making sure that 
I am honoring the commitments to my business, but I'm also honoring the commitments to my personal life. And I think when we don't get really aware of those two things is when we start feeling really overwhelmed. Like either your business starts crumbling or things are building up and you get overwhelmed in that, or something in your personal life, you're dropping the ball, you're not showing up the way you feel like you want to show up. Um, and I know there's no such thing as work-life balance, but that's been my best, like, yeah, method, you know, kind of method of making sure that I try to do that. And then just making sure that you have those systems in place, anything that you can create. So like I mentioned, I have my Trello board and it is a giant board at this point. I have any idea that I come up with is on there. So I have content ideas on there. I have ideas for programs I want to make one day. And some of it is stuff that's literally like one day, like it could be five years down the road that I end up doing this or maybe mm-hmm. never at all. And some of it is stuff that I'm going to do in the next couple months, but I try to keep everything on there. Um, I have used, started using chat GPT a lot for mm-hmm. outlines for either emails or podcast ideas even. And, you know, I don't read it word for word. Absolutely not. But right. for those moments where you're like, I'm not feeling super creative right now what possibly could, and I'll just put in chat GPT, like what, um, give me 10 ideas for podcast topics for my podcast that I create weekly for women entrepreneurs who are working full-time while building their dream business. And my topics are productivity strategy and systems. And it'll give me some pretty good, like lists of some 10 ideas. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I could easily do, you know, um, So I save those too in my Trello board. So then when I sit down and I'm like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and make my podcast for today. I can quickly, you know, get those created because I have everything already saved in one place. I know when I'm sitting down to do podcasts, all I have to do is open up my Trello board, um, click start on GarageBand because that's where I record. And then I start, you know, I go from there. I've created templates for social media, for podcasts, for email headers, stuff like that. So anything that I do more than once, I try to create some sort of a system or a way to make it easier. Um, And those templates are nice for creating a nice personal brand as well, right? Because you want people to be able to recognize you, your show, whatever it is that you are putting out there. Um, and, And having that stuff saved like on Canva makes it super easy to pull up your brand kit, click, 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 get stuff done. Um, so yeah, just having those, anything that you can systematize, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and it might take a little while for you to figure out what that is in your business, especially if you are, are pretty new at this, or you're like, I have no idea what being a system, you know, even means that might be a time where you check in with a coach or a mentor, like, Hey, how can, what could this look like for me? Um, but even things like setting up like Calendly systems for booking calls, yeah. you know, booking your podcast, anything like that saves you a little bit of time. And, and those minutes add up really big at the end of the week. When you sit down again to plan for your next week, you'll realize how much more you're able to get done with some thoughtful systems. Yeah, I could not agree more with all of those. Those are all amazing <laughs> tips. Amazing. And I just want to touch on the work-life balance part a little bit. Because um, mm-hmm. there are, you know, people think work-life balance. And I think the kind of main thing that comes to mind is some sort of 50-50 equal split, like, My dad used to walk around saying we work eight hours, we sleep eight hours, it leaves eight hours for fun. And I used to think, oh, that's so perfect. It's so balanced. And um, I have OCD. (laughs) Does that come out a little bit? I liked it. Um, Mm -hmm. But 
that's not necessarily what can happen when you're an entrepreneur, especially an entrepreneur focusing on other things. Like I know I personally go from mom to business owner to business partner to, you know, I switch all those hats kind of seamlessly throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And to your point, there are some days that I have to be more mom than business owner, or there's something that we want to do. We want to go on vacation or, um, or I'm have in the middle of a launch and I need to focus more on business. And mm. so I think it's more of like a work-life equation than a balance. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's something that's always going to be shifting a little bit. And that variable is going to change depending on what season you're in and what you're focusing on. So yeah. your equation will always equal your dream balance, your dream business, dream life, whatever that looks like, but how you get there is going to have to shift and be able to flux just a little bit. Um, yeah, a hundred percent. I think being able to embrace that and realize that it doesn't have to be this like perfect 50, 50, like split between work and life or, you know, the eight, eight, eight work, sleep, play, like it's, mm-hmm. it's okay to shift that a little bit, depending on where you are. So Yeah. And remembering it'll be messy while you're figuring that out too. Like no (laughs) one has it figured out perfectly. Even when we think that we have everything figured out perfectly. um, Life happens, right? Yeah, it does. It does. Or, or something you realize like, oh, I've spent, you know, I, um, I live really close to my dad. So I spend a lot of time with him in the summer. And um, yesterday he messaged me like, oh, I'm surprised you didn't stop at my house. I was like, dad, I just had lunch with you. He's like, yeah, yeah. but you drove right by. And it's stuff that like, we might not even realize. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, maybe I need to be a little bit more mindful of that. So it's going to be messy (laughs) no matter what. Like you're never going to have it perfect, but you can try. (laughs) You can try. You can try. Embrace your own view of perfection, I think, you know. Yeah. What What that balance looks like to you, what that perfect dream business, life, everything looks like to you mm-hmm. and go from there. Right? Yeah. And don't compare yourself to other people because yes. it's never going to be the same ever, never, ever, ever. Um, and I don't think we want it to be the same either. Once we get no. into it, you know, you start thinking, you know, what, I don't know what a perfect business looks like for me probably does not look the same for somebody else. You know, right. I've worked with one mom who wanted to work 40 hours a week and another one who wanted mm-hmm. to work five. And so they would not be happy with each other's, you know, views of right. perfection that would yeah. feel really out of balance for them. Yep. And that self-awareness piece has been huge. The last couple of years in my business is really realizing like, because it's really easy, especially when you're, when you first get started or where you, when you really want the answer to something and you're like, okay, I'm going to do what she's doing or, or close to what she's doing. And then if it's not feeling right, if it's not feeling aligned, if your energy is not, you know, behind it, just really asking yourself those hard questions like, okay, what would make this feel better for me? What would make this easier for me? What would make me love this more? Or maybe it's just not aligned at all anymore. And asking yourself those things to figure all that out is, is important. Yeah. That's a, that's a good point. You just brought up of sometimes things are just not aligned anymore. Like sometimes it's just not a goal you want anymore. Things shift, things change and that's okay. That's okay. We can shift and change along with them. So the journey, it's a journey to grow our onions. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) To get the perfect onion. The perfect (laughs) idea. Um, So I'm curious, what is your favorite tip that you've implemented in your own life with everything you've been doing? 
Oh my gosh. Wow. That's a huge question. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, I know. <laughs> I think really finding the thing that you enjoy doing, you know, not the thing that maybe you've been doing it for a while. So it feels really comfortable. Um, so I did a, a complete rebrand of my podcast and like my coaching and everything about a little over a year ago. I was really working with network marketers. My podcast was the social selling sisterhood. And I still was having people who were not network marketers coming to me, starting their own businesses or wanting to scale and grow their businesses. And I was really loving that. And then I also though really wanted to add in, you know, some of my Disney fun because I love Disney. And to me, that's really fun. Like it takes off the pressure and the stress of everyday life. And you just kind of get to imagine, be creative. And when I mentioned it to a business coach I was working with at the time, she was like, well, why would you do that? Because what you have right now is like so good. Like it's SEO friendly. You have clients, like all this stuff. She's like, I just really don't know if the Disney thing is like, is like a thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so that, you know, really set me back for a couple of months. And then I was, I was, I was just talking to my sister and I'm like, no, no, I'm like doing this <laughs> because mm -hmm. everyone always says, do the thing that lights you up that you're passionate about. Like well, I am passionate about helping women with their network marketing businesses, but I'm also passionate about helping this other set of women, you know, who are building their own thing or who are becoming leaders in their network marketing business, which is a whole different scale of just, mm -hmm. you know, your, your normal network marketer. Um, and I want to do it with the Disney fun. Like I want to add in this other stuff, like I'm doing it. So I just did my rebrand and yeah, I mean, I definitely lost some listeners because I pivoted just, to, you know, just a little bit. But I have been so much more content in my business. The energy is there. I don't think there has ever been a day where I've shown up and been like, I really hate this. <laughs> or like, I don't want to do this. Or mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Because I have found the thing that really aligns with me and brings me joy and energy. And it might be different in 10 years, but allowing myself that permission to pivot and close one chapter in order to open another one and not really knowing maybe what that looks like has been, has been you know, business changing, life changing for me. So do the thing that brings you joy, whether people agree with it or not. <laughs> I love it so much. And I, that's crucial, right? If you're building a dream business, mm -hmm. make sure it's your dream, not somebody yeah. else's. Yeah. So I love it. Yeah. Well, All right. You. Any last minute tips, Lindsay? You know, I think just being very intentional because where you're what's the saying where your focus goes, your energy flows. Mm -hmm. So making sure that you are focusing on, you know, not even the right business tasks, but, but the right things in your life, like not allowing the negativity to filter in, not allowing those people who are telling you, you know, something's not good enough or won't work. Um, just really focus on all the reasons why it can work because, you know, why not you? And that's that question asking myself that. And I have to remind myself that from time to time as well is why not me? Because there are millions of women on the internet who are rocking their dream businesses um, and what looks right for them. Why not me? What's different from me? And the answer is nothing. Like, could you, I can do it, right? I can do it just like you can do it. So just remind yourself that. Love it. All right. Well, thank you so much, Lindsay. I've thoroughly enjoyed our conversation today. Yes, I have too, Olivia. Thank you. I appreciate it. And thank you all so much for joining us this week on Marketing Like a Mother. If you found value in the show today and want to support some fellow mompreneurs, we'd really appreciate a rating or even just telling a friend about the show. 
And we'll be back next week with more marketing tips for busy moms with businesses. Until then, take care.